This week, if you live long enough, you see the same eyes in different people. I'm looking at the eyes of The Force Awakens. This is Body Counts and Beer. Welcome to another exciting edition of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosendahl. I am Patrick Bromley. I am John Kylo Rooney. No, you're not. You don't know. Also, Kylo? Yeah, Kylo Ren. Remember that movie we just watched? No, Well, Mark, tell him about this movie. That's right. (laughs) This week, uh, we finally complete... Our Star Trek through the Star Wars. <laughs> Our live coverage comes to an end today. Or whenever you listen to this, it no, might be, be tomorrow. No, it'll always be today for them. Yeah. I also like that our live coverage never quite got to live. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and this week we are discussing Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Oh, guys, I've been asleep yeah. for like 30 years. There's yeah. new Star Wars? So tired. Are you telling me that Star Wars is back? No. It's back in movie form. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> no, As opposed to last time when it was back in the past. It's still a long time ago, yeah. you big and then, dumb dummy. And then that other time when it was back, but it had just been digitally remastered and put in theaters because I was the kid and they wanted my money, and I gave it to them. Are you talking about Back <laughs> to the Future? No, I'm talking about that time they re-released it, but they uh, made it all digitally re-whatever uh, they did. Jaws 3 The Revenge, yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. It's Jaws 4 The Revenge and Jaws 3D, you monster. <laughs> it's not Jaws 4 <clears throat> Life? No, 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 it's Jaws X, Jaws Extreme. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one in space where Jaws smashes a lady's face after it was dipped in liquid hydrogen. No, my Is favorite... Is that the prequel to Triple X, State of the Union? <laughs> no, it's the it's the sequel to Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Mm. Timeline is very confusing. Anyway, guys, yeah. uh, fucking Rambo, I guess, is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, we are talking... starts in the same planet. Yes. <laughs> so, we are talking about Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, the first of the new trilogy of Star Wars movies that will be rolling out over the next couple of years. Couple uh, of years. Optimistic appraisal. Yeah. In about two years, we'll be done with this Star Wars fad. It's a real ro- flash in the pan. They'll be rolling yeah. out every year for the rest of your lives. Yeah. Uh, and it begins as all movies do. Yellow text flying through space. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have to watch exposition. I, oh, don't worry, you still will. Oh, yeah. crap. <laughs> so the movie uh, begins with uh, the little text explaining it to us that. Uh, little text. Yeah, the little text. It's not very big. <laughs> Rolling through space. It's no bigger than twelve font. Well, twelve point. Yeah, it's I mean, normal size. Regular. But it's like one point five spaced, so that it fools the teacher into thinking you met the like requirement. <laughs> yeah. JJ yeah. Abrams phoning it in. Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> Hashtag Jar Jar Abrams. Uh, so the the opening crawl explains to us that in the intervening years since Return of the Jedi. The Rebellion has now uh, disbanded, and now they are part of the Republic, although there is a group called the Resistance, and they are fighting the First Order, formed out of the ashes of the Empire. I.e., hey, remember where we started with New Hope? We're back! Yeah, this is basically just uh, the entire galaxy is still LARPing the old Galactic Civil War. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Both seem that way. 
Uh, and all we know really is that Luke Skywalker has vanished. Man, I hope we get a real satisfying conclusion to that mystery. I'm sure we will. He's yeah. got to have a bunch of lines in this movie explaining <laughs> who, you know, where he's been, yeah. Ray's parentage that I'm sure he knows. I mean, he's got above the title billing. It's true. He's definitely got a huge role in this movie. Absolutely. Totally. Plus, he worked out. Mark Hamill, like, you know, pumped a lot of iron to get into shape for this yeah. game. Yeah, that's and right. grew like a serious beard. <laughs> a serious no. beard yeah. for a serious Jedi. Ominous. <laughs> So, That's why fucking Anakin fell to the dark side. No cool beard. Yeah, no cool duh, beard. Duh. All the best Jedis have beards. Mm-hmm. Yoda's beard is on his head. <laughs> yeah. Above his ears. As his species grows beards <laughs> It's where he keeps it. Mace Windu's beard is secret just for him. Oh, I think we know where that beard is. What, his penis? Yeah. Wow. I mean, <laughs> so the movie begins... <laughs> The movie begins... Just the tip has a sweet little goatee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, for Aww. texture. Aww. It's bearded for her pleasure. <laughs> right? As you so... made it gross. <laughs> so, the movie begins uh, with an old German man giving a <laughs> USB thumb drive to Oscar Isaac. Um, Oscar Isaac playing Poe Dameron of the Resistance, the best pilot in the Resistance. And on this little uh, USB stick is a portion of a map that will lead to Luke Skywalker. And no sooner than we go, Luke Skywalker, whoa, the First Order attacks. And it's awesome. They shoot a lot of stuff. Yeah, this is the first time I think we've ever seen, like, stormtroopers come out in full force and, like, are deadly. Yeah, because these stormtroopers have been uh, captured at, from birth and raised to be really good soldiers. Not like those fucking college dropouts in the original trilogy yeah. that sort of <laughs> right. fell into military service because their right. dad wanted them to get a job. Bunch of moisture farmers trying to join the academy. God damn it, put down the bong and go sign up a recruitment form, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, and get Time a, to learn you some manhood. Get a haircut while you're at it. One thing about the new store troopers, all very, very balanced haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't see any trooper. long hairs in the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron uh, attempts to make a quick escape by giving the map to his little droid BB-8. You know BB-8, he's been fucking everywhere for the last year and a half. Yeah, he's the ball that's on top of another ball. Yeah, it's pretty it's cute. It's perfect design. Yeah. He's super cute. Uh, Pope Dameron's X-Wing gets blowed up, he gets captured, the old man gets killed by... Not the old man! Yeah, yeah. that's right, he's killed by Kylo Ren, uh, a <gasps> Darth Vader wannabe, uh, evil Jedi thing guy who just kills old men. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's what? good at it. That's all he does. That's all he does. That's Watch true. the movie. Every person he kills is at least 65 and over. Mm-hmm. 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 AARP has realized that they're losing more money than they're getting, <laughs> so they got to thin the crowd. Just culling the herd. Yeah. Yep. And he's got a sweet lightsaber that... Uh, it's a little shakier, a little bit glitchier than your typical lightsaber. It's got a cracked kyber crystal, which accounts for the fact that it has an unstable blade, which is why it has to be a cross-card design, so that it lets all that extra energy out of the two sides, or it would be unwieldable. They totally told us all of that in the movie, too. <laughs> you I gotta remember. read between the lines, but it's there. Oh, all right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Also, why didn't he make his sword out of a working kyber crystal? Ah, uh, shut up. <laughs> Valid argument. <laughs> yeah. All right. Guess I think that's I, uh, how. I think, uh, I think that's how Trump won. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fair. I don't have anything to say to that. 
So Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron, I'm just going to keep calling him Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. if Poe Dameron himself is a movie. Yeah. He's trademarked himself. by Oscar yeah. Isaac. <laughs> Oscar Isaac mailed Poe Dameron to himself. Correct. <clears throat> He's got a postage stamp on it with the date. So he registered him with the WGA West, yeah, the Library sense. of Congress. Makes Smart sense. move, yeah. yeah no. He's protected in a court of law now. Yeah. He's uh, to sell this character in other movies. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to when Poe Dameron shows up as the Punisher later. <laughs> really? That's, awesome. that's your first one? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he's going to get all mad. All those fucking sweet Punisher movies we keep getting? Yeah. Each one topping the last? <laughs> what I'm thinking is they could probably benefit from some Poe Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> I just want some shady studio exec. Ah, kid, your movie's good. Needs a Poe Dameron. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. cool. I know Oscar. I'll get him on the line. <laughs> it's a small fee. You take this movie, you add 20 minutes of Poe Dameron, you got yourself a smash, kid. I mean, it kind of works for this movie. It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, so ba- Poe Dameron is captured by the First Order. And uh, on top of that, we see our very first look at FN-2187, a stormtrooper who uh, seems to have some issues with killing people. And he decided to wait until his very first mission of slaughtering innocent villagers to say, wait a minute. He refuses to fire, and he gets uh, called out for it by uh, uh, his boss, Captain Phasma, who's played by Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. You might know her as Brienne of Tarth. Uh, or as she is in this movie, a useless Boba Fett. She's yeah. the coolest action figure who does nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's very chrome. You're waiting for her to do something? Wait a really long time. Wait yeah. till next movie. She does nothing. <laughs> she might be dead for that. No, she's alive. She's, she's confirmed next? for the next movie. Yeah, she's confirmed, so we're good. That's kind of a huge flaw that this movie has, is that it definitely counts on a lot of stuff being explained in the next movie, so they don't bother to really... Explain oh. or answer a lot of questions. So is the next movie, movie going to be like all exposition? The next movie is basically, we know it's been confirmed that it's going to start at exactly the same point that this movie stops with no time gap in between. So yeah, it's just going to be Luke Skywalker saying, all right, Ray, pull up a chair. I got a lot of stuff I got to tell you. Uh. And then it's just a two-hour lecture mm. with PowerPoint presentations. I look forward to her having to run around that island with him on her back. <laughs> That's going to be thrilling. You joke, but there's an Instagram picture. I mean, there would have to be. And once, and as you know, once it's on Instagram, that makes it truly like into law. That, yeah. that means that's yeah. the same thing as an executive order. Yeah, it's dude, that's why I posted pictures of my envelope that I sent to myself on Instagram. <laughs> so I am future-proofed for all copyright claims. Yeah, you would be. So uh, we get back to the First Order Star Destroyer. Uh, FN-2187 removes his mask to reveal the handsome visage of John Boyega. Oh, yeah. He's a good-looking dude. I, for some reason, just that, like, Boyega is such a, like, oh, yeah name. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Boyega! It's so good. It's a pretty good, uh... You got a great fucking name, John Boyega. It's also a good, like, cop name. Sure, Because yeah. I can Boyega, see... get into my office! Boyega! You leveled a city block! Whatever, I was just attacking the block. <laughs> Nailed it. That was his uh, previous movie, which is delightful, and you should all go check it out. It is very good. Uh, sure. Fucking Nick Frost is in it, dude. It's great. It's solid shit. Uh, so anyways, uh, he gets busted down, and he gets, you know, come vi- Captain Phasma doesn't like that he took his mask off, and that he didn't shoot his gun. 
Uh, well, FN21878 having this anymore. Meanwhile, Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron is being interrogated by Kylo Ren. The interrogation seems to consist of a lot of, like, hand gestures. A lot of yeah. grunts and hand gestures, yeah. 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 It's one of the old, uh, like, South Park Attack of the Mesmers kind of situation. Yes. The mentalist. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kyra's dolls making noises. You just kind of dazzle them with a good show yeah. and they forget whatever they are. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's the old Billy Flynn from Chicago? Give him the old razzle-dazzle. Yeah. Razzle-dazzle. A little razzmatazz. <laughs> huh. Well, it seems to work on weak-minded Oscar Isaac's Bo Dameron. <laughs> well. Because he's immediately like, ooh, good glove work. I'll tell you exactly what I know about my droid. Yeah. So they find out uh, that the droid has the map to Skywalker, and they're going to go back to the planet they're on, Jakku. And, or as uh, you may know it, another Tatooine. Yeah, it's a big sand planet. Geonosha was a Tatooine. Jakku is a Tatooine. There's a lot of Tatooines. Yeah. Three Tatooines. That is three times more than any other planet in this series. True. Isn't that true? There's two uh, Hoths? Yeah, there's a Hoth and a Star... Well, yeah. No, yeah. you're right. In your fucking face. You did Ouch. it. Ouch. Yeah. Bazing. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to throw you out a window. <laughs> I just want to take this moment to say... To take a hardline stand against Big Bang Theory and all of its catchphrases... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to take the controversial stance oh, man. that I don't think it's a quality show. But I loved David in Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all is forgiven, Big Bang yeah, Theory. Come on. <laughs> he was the best boyfriend Darlene ever had. <laughs> come on. Darlene deserved better. I mean, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, I mean, her mom was Roseanne. That's punishment enough. <laughs> Wasn't in the weird, like, finale where you discover, like, the last year and a half had been a dream? Like, it turned out that, like, <clears throat> that guy, she had, like, married him and then he, like, dumped her and, like, left her or something? Yeah, for, in part of the, like, last season, like, David ends up with Becky and, like, whoever the hell Becky's boyfriend ends up with Darlene or something. It gets weird. Fucking gross. Yeah. No, but they won the lottery, dudes. They were super happy. All no, the that was, was a dream. All a dream. No. Was, yeah, the last season is, like, Dan's been dead for a year and a half. He yeah. had a heart attack. Guys, come on. Yeah. That's a real stupid way to end your popular family season. Sitcom. I'm sure it wasn't uh, what I'm, that didn't happen. Well, no. I mean, I mean, there's that last couple of minutes where she wakes up in bed next to Bob Newhart. And he's like, uh, you'll never believe what just happened. No, that was that's how it really ends. <laughs> and it pans out, and it turns out it was in the snow globe the whole time. The whole time. And then it turns out that the snow globe was being held by Jerry, Elaine, George, and Kramer, and they're in jail. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is this movie, like those finales, is very satisfying and sure not to anger any of the established fan base. Yeah. I like this movie. I do like this movie. There yeah. are glaring issues that really... Uh, we'll get there. My only problem with this movie is that it feels like it needs to be tied to the other movies. That's really the only thing it does poorly. I will say that the new characters are so compelling and so interesting that any time the movie stops to remind you that it's an old school Star Wars movie, it get, it feels very frustrating yeah. because it's time that we're not spending on the new storylines that I'm very excited for. Right. Right. Agreed. Meanwhile... Oh uh, shit, there's still plot to this fucking what? Yeah, so uh, oh, so FN2187 helps bust out Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron, mm -hmm. and they make a quick uh, escape in a TIE fighter. And they immediately fall in love. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, they 
have yes, so do. much. This My is, God. They are the new Goldblum and Smith. Like, the new Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith from Independence Day. But like, so it, much charisma. Not only is it so much charisma, but there is definitely a deep and profound mutual attraction. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that is heat. palpable. It's got heat. It it's really a, is. It's a Scrubs-level bromance, really. Yes, it is. Oh, this yeah. goes beyond Scrubs. <laughs> Whoa. That's a lot of bromance. I mean, like, like, to go beyond Scrubs, I mean, we're talking penetration, I'm saying, uh, yeah, and I'm going to be real upset if that's not in Episode 8, The Last Jedi. But here's the twist. A Disney movie with man-on-man penetration. But here's the twist. They already did a movie with two princesses. It's the next logical conclusion. But here's the twist. Yeah? We show it. (laughs) We show the The penetration. penetration. (laughs) You know, uh, because of the implication. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, meanwhile... <laughs> so, so it's basically just last tango in Paris. <laughs> there is some butter there. You're not going to like it. Uh, and also, Oscar Isaac is going to get kind of fat and old. It's weird. Anyways, uh, meanwhile, back on Jakku, we are introduced to the scavenger Ray. No um, last name given. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to hear me say the name Ray, you might think that's a dude. Incorrect. It's R E Y, so it's a lady. Take that, you sexist listeners. Yeah, this is the big le- sexist listeners who are somehow unaware that Ray is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that have somehow escaped the gravitational pull of the marketing for this movie. Nah, man. Although you may be forgiven because she has very few action figures. Listen, if you were telling me that Ray is going to be in a Star Wars movie, I would assume it's Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I'm a little upset that it won. This I- movie did need an extra ghost blowjob or two, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, she does a serviceable job, but I feel like Dan Aykroyd would be a great savior of humanity <laughs> in the galaxy. Only if he gets to turn directly to the camera and sell us on his sweet crystal head vodka. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And tell us about how he actually believes in ghosts. Yeah. No, oh, that'd be pretty baller. It's pretty that'd be a great interlude. Look up, audience, I highly encourage you, the two people that are listening to this, look up literally any Dan Aykroyd interview post, say, 2001, and just let the insanity wash uh, over you. Oh, it's so It nice. is incredible. It's like, it's like the end of 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> Condensed but with, into a person. But with shitty vodka. Yeah. I have no idea. It's in a shitty bottle. I've never tried it. Uh, I have a little bottle of it. I have a little bottle of it that John got me for my birthday and I'm saving for a special occasion. By which I mean when I buy appropriate mixers. (laughs) So, anyways, Ray is scavenging through the husk of an old, burnt-out Star Destroyer which had crashed on Jakku during some manner of battle Yeah, with many the, the years last past. battle between the uh, Galactic Empire and the Rebellion took place on Jakku. It was the last stand of the Empire. And they fucking failed. Hardcore. They cr- well, they crashed all their fucking Star Destroyers yeah. into the planet. <laughs> General, what's your plan? I don't know. Crash them all into the planet, I guess. The Emperor was the only one who did strategy. <laughs> and his strategy was, I don't know, shoot a big laser at him a bunch, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, Ray uh, scavenges some pieces, makes her way to the nearest little uh, settlement town where she's uh, told by a fat Simon Pegg-sounding motherfucker, hey, this is only worth a little bit of food. And she's like, Yeah, the currency yeah. is like freeze-dried astronaut food. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, astronaut mm. ice cream or... Um, 
Working for Tang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tang. Oh, boy. That's going to be the name of my next porno. Yeah, it's going to be the first porno filmed in zero gravity. It's going to be terrific. That was just going to be the name of my minute work cover band, but... Okay, if it's going to be John's porno, I guess. Your band can do the soundtrack for my porno, but I get final cut. Working for Tang now. Working for Tang now. Yeah. We come from the Tang Down Under. Oh, no. no. Uh, anyways, uh, so Ray uh, gets her little food and goes back to her house which is the empty husk of an AT-AT. Yeah, they're really taking that metaphor of taking things from the original trilogy and living inside of them way too yeah. seriously. Yeah. Well, there's that uncomfortable scene where someone shows up wearing the body of an Ewok, and it was just yeah, kind of like, ooh, weird, weird. Actually, in the new canon, after the Battle of Endor, the Ewoks got hired as the Rebellion to be, uh, like, comfort creatures for all of the... Uh, <laughs> Veterans that have PTSD. Oh, oh, like yeah, like, no, like I like, was in trouble as soon as I said, like seeing eye dogs, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, okay, oh, okay. That no, this is not a joy division. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is not memoirs of a geisha. Oh, <laughs> 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 happy Remembrance Day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the day that we stop all immigration to our country, I guess. <laughs> All hate mail can be addressed care of John Rooney and body counts and beer. Uh, no, send all of your hate mail to at real Donald Trump. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, Finn and Poe Dameron are shot down over Jakku and Finn... Well, that's the planet that Ray is on. Why? You guys! Whoa, don't give so, it all away. Finn, Finn wakes up alone in the desert... Uh, attached to a parachute, he was jettisoned from Which the Tie Fighter. I am angry at this movie that it did not show me him descending in a parachute. Yeah. Going, Wee! Also, that's like one of my favorite parts of Independence Day when Will Smith lands hard. <laughs> yeah. You mean when the dummy representing Will Smith lands hard? Whatever. And its legs crumple in every which direction. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets up. Under his own power and still can punch an alien in the face and say, welcome to Earth. (laughs) Yeah. All of that stuff. It was good stuff. It was really good. Uh, (laughs) So, anyways, uh, Finn wakes up. He tries to look into the wreckage of the TIE Fighter to find uh, Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron. He is not there, but he does able to salvage his coat. His sweet, sweet coat. It is a nice jacket. It really is. Uh, and then the TIE Fighter is immediately sucked into the sand and exploded. <laughs> it is the most <laughs> unnecessary I don't, explosion ever. I still ever. don't know what happened there. <laughs> uh, well, it sunk into the sand and exploded. Yeah. See, at first it was on top of the sand, but unexploded. But then it fell into the sand and exploded. Is that how sand works? Uh, that's how Jakku sand works, dude. All right, man. I like to think there's a beholder down there. Just... <laughs> All right. Giant flying eyeball sucking just up shit. Up. Now I'm on board. I like now that it's, it a, like that it's a now giant flying eyeball that lives exclusively under the sand. Yeah. 
fly Where technically everything is flying down there. <laughs> I like that it's an eyeball, and all it, is, all it does is uses its wings to rub itself, because it's just sand getting Because it, it angered a warlock, and its punishment was to be irritated by sand forever. Right. And, and what like, worse way to be irritated than to be just a giant eyeball with nothing but sand in you all the time? Until he can find the fabled... Uh, 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 a prophesized underground river of Visine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know what? Uh, the and true until tragedy, then, he just sucks up X wings and blows them up. It was a Tie Fighter. Tie you, Fighter. Yeah, fucking whatever. Idiot. It's near that ad ad that she's sleeping on. <laughs> you are a monster. <laughs> you don't even know how awful you are. <laughs> so uh, Ray meets up with BB-8, the little droid, and BB-8's like. Help me! And she's like, I don't wanna. <laughs> I like that Mark does robot arms for BB-8. Yeah. All robots have robot arms <laughs> yeah. and impressions. But you're not even doing, like, a different voice. <laughs> yeah! It's affecting none of your vocal performance. Uh, we know that he's doing it because he's got the robot arms, Sure. John. So yeah. listeners at home, anytime he's doing the robot arms, it's either C-3PO, R2-D2, or BB-8. <laughs> yeah. Or Gonk! <laughs> or Gonk! Oh my god, there's a couple of Gonk droids in this one, spreading the good word. Yeah. <laughs> Gonk Jesus. <laughs> Oh man! So um, uh, Ray meets up with BB-8, and he's like, "Help me!" And she's like, "No!" And he's like, "Please!" And she's like, "All right." So she helps BB-8, takes him into town the next day with her next load of uh, goods that she stole that she's selling for food. Scavenged, stole, uh, and then the guy and Simon Pegg. Fat. You Simon can't Pegg. steal from dead people. Yeah, Mark. right. No. All right, well, let's just go dig up some graves then and find out. Let's find out, John, if you can steal from dead people or not. I bet you can. <laughs> you know, I was with John because that's how all the rules in all the games I play work, but then Mark makes a really valid point about real life. <laughs> huh. Oh, man, that's true. My lockpicking skills are way under-leveled for yeah. this quest. <laughs> no kidding. So, uh... Fat Simon Pegg guy is like, I want that droid. And Ray's like, you can't have this droid. And he's like, I'm going to take it. And then he sends a bunch of people after her. Meanwhile... Some goons. Yeah. Some hired goons. Yeah. So Finn is also wandering the desert. He gets some water in a cute little scene where he tries to steal it from a big hippo uh, alien monster that also can, has a pronounced butt Yeah, I can only reason. remember the butt. For some reason, they decided to stage it so that the last thing you see of it is its giant ass. It's just giant well, gaping I'm asshole. sure that JJ had to be talked out of putting in a fart sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. That's the whole reason I filmed this scene this way is to get my fart joke in. Now you're telling me I can't, Kathleen Kennedy? You're telling me I can't. I had Ben Burt whip it up for me. He took eight different farts from eight different animals and combined them. It's an organic soundscape, Kathleen. I need it for the realism. It's a fart from the guy who recorded the Wilhelm scream. So uh, Ray is accosted by two hired goons who use the old, hey, what's that over there? I'm taking your drive no, now, but Gambit. Here's the thing. They fuck it up because the point for, hey, look over there, he points at the droid. Yeah. Yeah. Making yeah. Ray look. At the, the droid. As the, guy throws, as the guy throws like a hood over it to take it to Guantanamo, apparently. There's, yeah. there's really no good goons to be had on Jakku. Right. Fan planet yeah. goons are not the best goons. 
So Ray promptly beats up the goons with her uh, stick. With their stick, while FN two one eight seven, now known as Finn, uh, Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron named him that uh, because they're in love and they'll be together forever. Exactly. Uh, and you can't be in love with uh, letters and a number. You True. can't be in love with a number, dude. Have you ever tried? It's not possible. Eight That's... knows what it did. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and so does seven. <laughs> yeah. Quality. Yeah, Quality. Anyway. <laughs> Staring off into the never-ending abyss on an audio podcast. Speaking, speaking of quality, BB-8 notices the fine quality on Finn's jacket. And it's that, a nice jacket. And that it belonged to his master, Poe Dameron, as played by Oscar Isaac. And uh, he immediately goes, <laughs> Robot arms, that's how you know it was BB-8. And uh, Ray decides to run after Finn and beat him up with a stick. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, stormtroopers show up because they know that the droid is down there. And yeah. thus begins an epic chase where Finn and Ray have their sort of meet-cute moment in the market. And he keeps taking her hand. She's like, don't take my hand. And they go steal a ship. They're going to get... Because the TIE fighters show up. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, let's not take that piece of crap. And then they have to take the piece of crap. And it's the Millennium Falcon. You guys, Star Wars is back. Uh, <laughs> this movie... And again, it, it's just... It's one of those irritating things. I don't mind it so much in this beat because it kind of works as a comedy beat. But then they linger on a shot of the Millennium Falcon as they play the theme from New Hope really yeah. loud over it yeah. for way too long. Yeah. And it's just, movie, I'm already on board. And yeah. if I'm not, you're not going to trick me into liking your movie by making it look like other different movies. Yeah. Yeah. I do like this movie, though. I do like this movie. Like, this movie is a little energetic puppy that tries way <laughs> too hard. We're just like, dude, no, we are best friends. Who directed puppy. it again? Uh, Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> Hashtag Jar Jar Abrams. And all of his films are usually so confident and nuanced. <laughs> uh. Does he need a hug? Does someone just need to hug that man? Like, just several like, dude, times over? Come on, writer of Gone Fishing, you yeah. did a good career. <laughs> you did a good career. It's fine. So great. Uh, <laughs> it's not your fault they didn't go for your dumb kung fu Superman movie. They just yeah. weren't ready for it yet, yeah. dude. You're fine. There was so, gonna be a kung fu Superman. Oh my god! Oh. Look up Superman Flyby. It is fucking ridiculous. Oh, I'm I'm excited about. This. It was gonna be directed by McG. McG. Who's McG? Uh, he did Terminator Salvation. Ooh. Your favorite. Fucking Terminator movie. Definitely my favorite Terminator movie. That one where uh, fucking um, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale yeah. yells at the lighting yeah. designer. Yeah. Yeah. And still has, and still 50, 60 years in the future or whatever it is, still has a perfectly working casingle of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> you could be my eye. <laughs> so meanwhile, Finn and Ray are now uh, on the, the chase is gone. They get in the Millennium Falcon and there's a cool little uh, action beat where they're being chased by two TIE fighters and they pull some... Uh, yeah, uh, Ray is piloting the Millennium Falcon and she's kind of figuring it out as she goes along. Uh, Finn, meanwhile, dips into one of the little turrets from New Hope. And he's kind of figuring it out as well. And uh, it's it's really great. They're both kind of working synchronously to solve this problem and just figuring it out in these really tense circumstances. It's great. The ship is flying in and out of the, like, the dusty innards of an old Star Destroyer. Yeah. 
finally, they are able to escape, and they make their way out into space. Uh, meanwhile, Where a spaceship needs to be. Yeah. yeah. Their natural habitat. Yeah. They don't belong down on a dust planet, man. Nope. Get them yeah. up into space, dude. Now that space can breathe again. It's where they can be free from the constraints of sand. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, back at the First Order... So I don't know why I had to paint such a vivid picture for our <laughs> Yeah. I need you to understand the emotional journey the Millennium Falcon takes in this movie. It's quite nuanced. So meanwhile, back at the First Order, Kylo Ren is informed that the droid has escaped Jakku with Finn. uh, On a Carillion cruiser. On a Carillion cruiser, uh, a freighter, and he's very upset. Uh, And then he finds out that a girl helped him. And he loses his fucking shit about yeah. it. And he just chops up a bank of computer monitors. Yeah, he does. And tries to strangle a first order officer. Yeah. Yeah, and like this is like one of like the first like moment of many moments in this movie where like somebody pulls the like, oh my gosh, a girl. Yeah. Like yeah. over and over, over again. Anytime over. Ray is not on screen, and even a few times where she is on screen, she is just referred to as the girl or a girl. Yeah. Always right. ominously. Yeah. It's it's really bizarre. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like, I don't know I don't know what it means. I don't know anything about like I have no greater insight into it. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird observation. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> it makes me feel weird and I don't a hundred percent know why. Nope. Because I love Rey as a character. She's a very strong, capable character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is not a Mary Sue because the internet doesn't know what that term means. What's a Mary Sue? Just like a character that can just do everything just because they're so great. Oh. But like, I don't buy that. This character learns and grows and makes mistakes and learns from them and does a lot of cool stuff because yeah. she's been scavenging parts her whole life. So of also, course she wouldn't know electronics. they pretty much tell us at the end that she's all magicked up with the Force. That's true. And That's the, how Luke did everything that he shouldn't have been able to fucking do, too. Like, so many people complain later on in this movie of just like, oh, she just uses the Force and is suddenly able to do this and that and That's that. That's like, more or less how Luke did it. The very first thing Luke does with the Force is blow up the Death yeah. Star. And she has just as much information about the Force as Luke does at that point in his For all I know, the only thing Luke had to learn was, like, cardio and handstands. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the Force pull. He has to learn the Force pull to pull the ship I mean, in New Hope, all he learns is that, like, it's sad when an old man dies. Yeah. And, uh, Isn't it, though? Isn't it? That is the ultimate Force lesson, though. The ultimate Jedi lesson. (laughs) An old man has died. Boo-hoo-hoo. That's for so. Meanwhile, Obi Wan had to learn that the hard way. (laughs) Yeah, man, I never realized how many characters are motivated by an old man dying in this saga. Mm -hmm. It's almost like George Lucas hates old man. Yeah, (laughs) or he loved one just a little too much. (laughs) Now he's gone forever. Slipped through his fingers. Yeah, a real star-crossed Poe Dameron Finn situation. So, anyways, anyway. Meanwhile, uh, the Millennium Falcon, now being piloted by Rey and Finn, uh, has there's a little bit of bumbling going on where like we get a little bit of plot dump where Finn uh, lies to Rey and says that he's part of the Resistance right. and that they devise a plan to take BB-8 to a Resistance base. Uh, Finn comes clean with BB-8 saying, look, you know I'm not in the Resistance, but like just play along because I don't know. It's what I got to do. Jokesies. For the plots. <laughs> I'm just trying to help here. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's it's nice. It's, yeah. it's a good scene. They, and they do a little bit of repairs on the Millennium Falcon to make sure that poisonous gas doesn't get out. They put yeah. some space duct tape on it. Yeah, and then they are captured by another ship. And they try to hide, and they think it's going to be the First Order, and they're going to, oh no, what's going to happen? my favorite piece of Imperial design is they're like, well, you know what, we can vent all this poisonous gas, and that'll kill the Stormtroopers, because their masks... Uh, work against fog, but not toxins? No, yes, smoke. smoke. They smoke. work against smoke, but not toxins. Which is really... Because you think that smoke was a toxin in some way. <laughs> right. Or that they're at least right. similar. Hey, How do you boss, do one and not the other? These just, are all good questions. I just fixed up your helmet. Is it going to repel us some smoke? I could put in the toxins. <laughs> I don't need that toxins. You're just going to yeah. charge me extra for the toxins. Hey, you know what? Mr. Hudsucker is such a nicer guy. I'm going to throw in the toxins <laughs> for free. Look, I don't have any time for this. Um... <laughs> uh, so, uh, the other ship that captures them is not the First Order. It is, in fact, a giant, bigger freighter run by Han Solo. Oh, my God. Star Wars is back, you guys. And yeah. Chewbacca. Oh, Star Wars is back. <laughs> yeah. And then you're worried that this is going to take, like, a real Indiana Jones 4 turn. <laughs> But it's well, going to be luckily, okay, everybody. Luckily, Harrison Ford is strangely invested in this movie. <laughs> I think because he only signed on to do one of these movies. Because he knew he was going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's just like, all right, fine. I guess I'll have fun with it if I have to. Yeah, I mean, he'd been trying to get killed off out of Star Wars for 30 years by this point, And he right. finally got his wish. I think I, I think he thought that if he if Han Solo died... People would think that Harrison Ford was also dead and stop asking him if Greedo shot first. Yeah. That's not going to happen, though. No. No. The joke's on him. The joke's on you, Harrison. Yeah. Go back to your ranch in Wyoming and smoke your reefer cigarettes. Have a fulfilling relationship with Calista. Allie McBeal. Who's in a really great CW Supergirl series. Harrison Ford, Star of Witness, and the Fugitive, and Blade Runner. We're doing so... that classic IMDb bit where we just list credits. <laughs> credits that could be easily found I also by anyone like who's interested. How many interested. finger quotation marks you made in a podcast? Those came through in performance. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, no. plus that's gonna be on the uh, that's gonna be like the supplemental, like in the show notes. Oh yeah, all the finger quotes. Yeah, yeah. Every, every time there'll be like marks for when we do finger quotes for quote finger and quotes, robot yeah. arms, so that people yeah. can play along at home. Yeah, yeah exactly. So they can part finger of the quote group. too. Yeah, so they can join in the body counts and beer drinking game oh. uh, that I just invented right now, and we'll give you no further information on. Moving hey, it's on, I'll drink a whole bunch of beer and listen to this dumb <laughs> podcast for idiots. Yeah, because we drank a bunch of beer before we made it. Get yeah. on our level, audience. Yeah. Seriously, come down to our level. I'm sure you won't like it. It's fun. I love it. <laughs> Moving on. Han Solo uh, takes back the Millennium Falcon. In a scene that just takes forever because they keep having to pause for him to stare wistfully out of windows yeah. as the music crescendos. Yeah. And they make a couple references. Something, oh, you this is the ship that made the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs. 12, 12, 12 parsecs. Blah, 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 and it just blah, blah, grinds blah, blah, the movie blah, blah, blah. to a screeching halt. Have you guys seen the movies that we used to make about these same characters? <laughs> Weren't those fun? Don't Maybe. you feel like you were a kid again? And the thing that irritates me is much in the way that the prequels were clearly made for like 10 to 12 year old children of people who grew up with original Star Wars, 
this was very much aimed at the people who spent the entire prequel era being whiny, pissy fanboys yeah. about Star Wars. Like me! Yeah, But, you. like, it just... This look is also going to age very poorly after oh, yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. Except the prequels didn't have to age poorly. They were poor when they came out. I just don't True. like them okay. <laughs> That's my... There are things to defend about them. There's things to defend about this movie. It's a good movie. They're all good. Why do good no, things make me so no, angry? No, they're not all good, John. All right, all right. We gotta get. We gotta move on. So the uh, Han Solo is like, I'm hauling these big dumb beholder monsters. Yeah. They're just. They look like testicles with teeth with weird tentacles. Um, testicle tentacles. All of my crew got eaten up by these monsters that I'm going to deliver to a king, I think he said. Yeah, yeah, it's the king. king of some kind. <laughs> He's got a bunch of, space ten, <laughs> bunch of ten testicles for a space king. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Uh, well, what could go wrong is that he's uh, accosted by two rival gangs that he had borrowed money from at the same time. Uh, and then in a way to speed up the movie, let's just, or speed up this podcast, let's just say something happens and a bunch of testicle monsters get out, people get eaten, <laughs> blah, Although, blah, blah. We are not going to gloss over the fact that one of the gangs is played by the entire cast of The Raid, and they do nothing cool. I yeah, know! It is a huge cool. wasted opportunity. This could have been like a scene where you just had a bunch of dudes like flying through there, beating the shit out of each other, kicking and punching, and doing all sorts of Indonesian martial arts, but <sighs> instead, it's just giant... Instead, it's Harry Harrison Ford running down hallways being chased by a boulder monster. Yeah, yeah. by testicular testic- testicular. Oh my dentata. god, guys, wait, is Indiana Jones also back? Indiana Ooh. Jones is no, back! No, 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 let's never discuss that Indiana Jones came back, John. Let's never discuss it. <laughs> but he's it. in this movie, too! No! <laughs> it is kind of quaint because he runs a lot slower in front yeah. of those yeah. boulders these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, he's 70-something. Yeah. And he also broke his ankle on the set of the movie. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a door on news. the Millennium Falcon had closed right on his ankle. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got a little bit of an excuse. Not much. Yeah. He's old as fuck. Yeah, he's super old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old people, why don't you run better, you idiots? Yeah, and he's been... Yeah, because if you don't run better, then you'll die and inspire more Jedi. You should die. We need more Jedi, <laughs> yeah. old people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't mm. die, old people. You're great. <laughs> I'm going to put a moratorium on all old people deaths. Yeah. I'm going to sign that executive order right now. <laughs> I want to see you drive a couple of blocks before I make that decision. (laughs) Whether or not you should stay or go. What if they drive poorly, but their windows are down and they're wrapping along to some Tupac? I mean, that's kind of awesome. That's kind of rad. I'm on on board. I'm on board with that. I want to see some turn signals, though. (laughs) But then a hologram Tupac, like, materializes in the passenger seat. With an old person? (laughs) With an old person. So it's like, he puts on cool guy sunglasses and says, let's drive to the West Coast. And he says, yeah, this is my boy Sid here. Sid's taking me to In-N-Out Burger. Then, yeah, that'd be dope. Oh, shit, (laughs) In-N-Out Burger's the best. I would never stop anyone from going there. Well, there we go. All the old people survive as long as they go to in and out I'm yeah. glad that we could talk Patrick into <laughs> sparing the old people <laughs> and not wishing among them a genocide level yeah. death. Could one of them hit me up with one of those in and out burgers though? Yes, them they will. Far away. You can send it <laughs> you, can, mean, you can send it to us on Twitter at Body Count yeah. Guys, Actually, we just came you... up with the next billion dollar ad. <laughs> old people bringing you in and out burgers. burgers. 
Because they need second this jobs. This is going to blow up. <laughs> How are you? I'm Melvin. I brought your double animal style. Yeah, and then Ghost Tupac is there. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. This Man, is my friend you. Hologram Tupac. I loved you in Hologram Digital Underground, Hologram Digital Tupac. <laughs> Can you sign oh. my copy of Nothing But Trouble? <laughs> No, because you're just a light construct. Yeah, That's right? fair. It's completely intangible. <laughs> Brutal. So anyways, Han Solo and everybody escape, and they decide to go see Maz Kanata at her little cantina bar. I remember cantina bars. Guys, Star Wars is back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so when you walk in, we get a nice little Lin-Manuel Miranda ditty uh, to be the new cantina song. It's got a reggae flavor to it. Uh, according to John, it's sung by Kevin Smith. Kevin I, Smith does some vocal cameo work. This is all completely unverified. Yeah, I can't. I I find I his claims. Yeah. I find his claims dubious. There are two yeah. voices in that. One is uh, Lin Manuel himself, and the other, the like. Mah, mah. That one's Kevin Smith. I don't buy it. All right. Nope. That was you a great impression. One hundred percent. That really is my impression. Kevin, of Kevin Smith, Smith impression. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I, I, I didn't hear. The, I didn't. I didn't hear the constant weed haze <laughs> in yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, you don't hear it, you feel it in your heart. Yeah. You feel it in your bones. Yeah, that's where I feel it. So Maz Kanata is a little orange lady uh, who's got robot glasses. And yeah. like butthole eyes. <laughs> and butthole eyes. And butthole eyes, yeah. She's played by Lupita Nyong'o. Um, She's motion captured. Right, and voiced by Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, and she basically is... I guess the Yoda of the movie. But, like, also the fucking cantina owner. And also in love with Chewbacca. <laughs> Which I think is kind of nice. Like, I like that joke a little bit. Yeah, it's nice. Actually, when you put all those together, that makes her the Whoopi Goldberg from Next Generation of this movie. <laughs> she is the Gaina of Star Wars. Yeah, she's the Gaina. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, basically, there's a big conversation where they're like, we have to get this droid to the Resistance. And Maz is like, I'm not going to help you. And then Finn's like... I gotta get out of here. So she's like, go talk to those guys. And then Ray's like, I hear voices downstairs. She goes down there. So. Uh, yeah, Maz needs uh, a lot of employees only signs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit happens. Like basically, Finn tells Ray, hey, I'm not in the resistance. I'm a stormtrooper. I just need to get the fuck out of here. And she's like, man, voices downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and so she goes down there and she, she finds goes downstairs. Luke's like, Luke's and yeah, and then saber. in a scene out of a completely different movie. Yeah, yeah she opens up an old-timey King Arthur chest right. from Legend of Zelda. And finds Luke Skywalker's lightsaber that had previously been built by Anakin Skywalker. It's the lightsaber that he lost on Cloud City, which leads to the great question of, Hey, Maz, how'd you get this? And her answer is, a good story for another movie. Bye! Yeah. Wink at camera. Ray touches the lightsaber and has an Gross. intense... Uh, yeah, <laughs> she does. It could be her dad's. We don't even know yet. Yeah, Ray touches the lightsaber Ugh. and uh, has an intense force vision oh, she uh, does. of Luke Skywalker touching R2-D2 very, uh, very sexually. Yeah. Uh, and then the Knights of Ren attacking people and then the voice of Alec Guinness going, Ray! Um, and then yeah, other yeah. things happening. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a, a weird sort of like catch you up on David Lynch history. nightmare? Yeah. Not even though, because it's not like fucking 
weird enough. It is telling you kind of like linear sections of like, here's the massacre of the Jedi. The reason that Luke Skywalker is hiding is because he tried to train a new generation of Jedi. Right. Uh, there was a particular pupil who turned to the dark side and slaughtered his entire class. So he's like, peace out. I'm going to go look for the first Jedi temple because that'll put me straight, I guess. Uh, so this is kind of visualizing some of that information that we had already got in the, like, several exposition scenes ago. Right. And then we also get a flashback to Rey being left on Jakku as her parents are leaving on a spaceship. We never see her parents. It's heavily implied that she is on Jakku because of whatever happened during this massacre. Yes. From the Knights of Ren. And was uh, either given to or sold to Fat Simon Pegg character. Um... Because it's his voice. He's like, yeah, he's like shut yeah. up! Yeah. You work for me now! Uh, is what he says. Go scavenge stuff for weird pop-up bread. <laughs> yeah. So, Ray freaks out and runs off into uh, the Mas forest. Kanata, or yeah, in, the, in this vision, uh, the forest is a flash-forward to Starkiller base for the climax of the movie. Right. She falls down and is, like, jarred out of this force vision. Mas Kanata's there and is just like, hey, the force... Surrounds us, it binds us, it penetrates us. And it, you got it, girl, and you got it bad. Oh, yeah! <laughs> and she says, well, I don't want it, it's too much responsibility, and we're at the part in Joseph Campbell's journey that I have to refuse the call. So, <laughs> yes. goodbye! I have to fulfill some plot. <laughs> and she yeah. runs off into the woods, followed by BB-8. Uh, meanwhile, the First Order attacks Maz Kanata's cantina, and Han Solo, Rey, and Chewie... Go down to meet Mas Kanata down the stairs where the voices come from. And she's like, hey, you former stormtrooper who's never seen a lightsaber. You take this and go fight with it. And he's like, all righty then. And, and God damn it, he does. And he's he does. pretty good. Yeah, he's he hugs bad. a couple stormtroopers to death with his lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then immediately is beset by another stormtrooper. Oh, shit. Well, he's the shark and he's a jet. So yeah. oh, right. we're going to have a tumble, a rustle. Uh, the stormtrooper makes eye contact. I guess it's hard to tell with the helmets. With Finn, says traitor. Throws down his blaster in a come at me bro stance. His blaster and a shield. And a shield. <laughs> yeah. And a shield. Yeah. And he picks up some sort of like engine powered nightstick. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a, a laser nightstick yeah. of some kind or electricity. It's like a truncheon. Yeah. It's like yeah, a, like a, a truncheon. A motor assisted nightstick. Yeah. Yeah, because it can't get around as good as it used to. It's got to have a little rascal. Yeah. 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 And they have a little bit of a fight there. Uh, until this, this scene is frustrating because, uh, as we've previously mentioned, Captain Phasma does nothing in this whole movie, and this would have been a perfect opportunity instead of just a random stormtrooper if that had been Captain Phasma. Phasma. Yeah, but John it would have been fucking sweet. John, there's no uh, prior evidence that Gwendolyn Christie had that kind of experience fighting in something. That's true. We don't know what she would look like with a sword if she can handle it, if she knows how to use it. Yeah. She's got legs, and she knows how to use them. Fuck but swords? You. Fuck you. Uncharted territory. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh I am whisked away in a world of big guitars right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't bring me back. Oh. Mm, uh, Roadhouse Oh, God. Oh, God. Rock. Patrick, Patrick, he's whoa, levitating. Whoa, three whoa, feet whoa, off the couch. Oh, oh, no. All right, Ooh. we've tied a brick to Patrick's legs, so he's not going to float off into a dreamscape Man. of giant guitars <laughs> and huge beard. Oh, oh. So good. Mm. So, what a roadster. 
Uh, I'm gonna eliminate you from this podcast. <laughs> great album, everybody. Yeah, that was a reference to a great album, people. <laughs> TV dinners. <laughs> yeah, Jesus just left Chicago, yeah, where we record this, uh, because he hates Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so meanwhile, the first order we go attacks. Way back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the first order attacks Mas Kanata's cantina, and it's a ground assault at first, and then Tie Fighters start showing up, and then the Resistance starts showing up, oh, and a uh, hero pilot Poe Dameron not dead after uh, all uh, uh, in a sweet hero pilot X-wing. Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron. Yeah, that's true. I'm Don't sorry. screw up the copyright. Yeah, TM. Yeah, <laughs> C with a circle, R with a circle. Yeah. Oh, he's getting all of them in there. I <laughs> yeah. like it. He comes in, goes full Star Fox on everybody, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it is a really great. Unbroken shot of um, Finn on the ground with his lightsaber taking out some stormtroopers while in the air. Oscar Isaacs, Poe Dameron taking out some TIE fighters. And it is pretty sweet. Uh, Oscar Isaacs, Poe Dameron flies right above Finn and Finn screams without knowing who it is. Woo, what a pilot! Just further evidence that their love is truly meant to be and they belong together. He feels his presence. Yeah. 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 Han and Chewie uh, are shooting dudes left and right. Han borrows Chewie's bowcaster and is just like, I love this gun. And I say, fuck you. You've known each other for like 60 years and this is the first time you've used his bowcaster. Shut up, movie. To be fair, though, it's only like the second time Chewie's used it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it has a label on it for Gondarks only. <laughs> this is the. It took a lot of convincing for Chewie to use it against yeah. the stormtroopers. Yeah, uh, Ray gets captured by Kylo Ren. Uh, who knows that she has seen the map, the remains of the map to Skywalker, and he's got the rest of it thanks to the stolen archives of the Empire. So he's like, fuck it, we don't need the droid, I'm just gonna take this girl. And they take off with her, and Han Solo sees Kylo Ren, who is his son. We didn't even mention that. Yeah, well, because I learned it yet. No, we did. Oh, we yeah, did. We, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. There was yeah. a scene where, he, where Kylo Ren talks to Supreme Leader Snoke. Who is basically like the glorious leader, um, but with a big hole in his head. Yeah. Uh, and he's also a giant hologram. And yeah, he plays. Uh, for some reason, motion captured by Andy Circuits, even though he just looks like a weird dude with a makeup job. Yeah. yeah. They could have just done the same stuff they did to Gary Oldman in that uh, Hannibal Lecter movie where he played Mason Verger. And his oh, face shit. Like... Fifth Element was a Hannibal Lecter movie? Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm going to have to yeah. watch that again. I knew it was a Die Hard movie. I didn't know it was also a fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Die, uh, die Hard for uh, Hannibal Lecter 2. Uh, it's, die, it's Die Hard for the letter U. Yes. It's, yeah. it's also a princess. I would Die Hard, die hard for, for you. <laughs> Why did they not? I am so furious that they didn't use that for Die Hard 4. Next time I see Bruce Willis, I am going to kick him in the shins. <laughs> I think it's going to go really poorly for you, John. Yeah. He's like 80, but he'll still beat you up like, yeah. super right, hard. Fine. He ju- is Bruno. Uh, yeah, I will kick Bruno in the shins. Yeah. No, no, he won't feel it. He's got a lifetime supply of Seagram's wine cooler. (laughs) And he's just drunk 24-7. But he has to keep drinking them because if he doesn't, he'll die. Yeah. Uh, So anyways, (laughs) Ray is taken hostage by Kylo Ren and interrogated. And he tries to use his force powers on her. But they're not working quite Right, because she has the Force. Yeah. Two. And she kind of, like, reverse engineers the Force and starts reading his mind. Yeah. And says, you're afraid that you're never going to be as powerful as Darth Vader. Because Kylo Ren's entire personality 
is based on this understanding of who Darth Vader was yeah. that is slightly wrong. He does right. appear to worship Darth Vader as if Darth Vader were a god. And I will say that this totally works for me on that bigger narrative level of if this movie is taking all of the hollowed out husk carcasses of the original trilogy and desperately trying to put new content in it, Kylo Ren is the greatest success of that uh, because he is literally a petulant, whiny fanboy who cannot let go of the original trilogy, <laughs> and it is ruining his life uh, and the lives of everyone around him. And he has this... And his greatest fear is that he's never gonna be liked by a girl. Yeah. <laughs> his one weakness is a girl. Or the TV show Girls. From which he used to star. Adam Driver. He plays Kylo Ren. We didn't yep. mention that before either. Driving Miss Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great Jessica Tandy movie. And, um... <laughs> yeah. So, also, now we're back at the Resistance base. We meet Princess Leia, uh, played by the amazing Carrie Fisher. Uh, her and Han have a nice little reunion. And base... And then... More importantly, Finn and Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron have a oh reunion. Oh my god, oh. sparks do fly. They make yeah. eye contact from across the base and they run towards each other. They start recapping their madcap adventure up until this point. Uh, Finn starts to take off the jacket to give back to Poe. Poe says, no, you keep it. Suits you. Suits you. Yeah. Also, it smells like me so that when you're lonely in the night, you've got a little part of Poe for yeah, you. Yeah, right. It's just something to remember him by. It is... Very lovely. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, and so, basically, now we're kind of get to like the end of the movie. Uh, we're just explaining, which could not be lazier if it tried. Right. So, Star Killer Base is the new Death Star, except it's bigger and built out of a whole planet. They literally say that in the yeah, dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. They literally say, "So what? It's bigger." The writers are mad at themselves. Right. And they're like, well, then let's just blow it up. You can always blow up this stuff. There's exactly. And then they're like, yeah, well, you totally can, actually, because our writing is like awful. like every other giant super weapon in this franchise, there's one part that if you shoot at it, the whole thing explodes. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So Starkiller Base has already been tested. Also, and it blew up all terrible of Terrible the- name. Well, Star-, Star Killer Base. Now it's it works on many levels because Star Killer was the original name of Anakin Skywalker was originally going to be Anakin Star Killer in the original draft, but also it derives its power by sucking out all the energy of a star and shooting it out in another planet. Oh shit! Suck it! You got owned. We are you burnt, Patrick. Did you I? burnt? I feel like on this Star Killer Base. Yeah. You and lose what, are you gonna, what are you going to feel like you're podcasting me about? <laughs> Star Killer Base? Yeah. I think we broke Patrick. I think oh, we turned him around. Terrible name. I think we turned him around on one too many issues. <laughs> I think he's and now just, he just doesn't know who he is anymore. I think he's just still stuck in ZZ Top Land. Yeah, no. That is a great <laughs> album, though. And not only does she have legs and she knows how to use them, but also women love short-pressed men. That is true. That's 100% yeah. true. It's why I only wear board shorts. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, and cufflinks. Yeah, same oh, time. Oh, yeah, same exactly. Time. But no just, shirt, yeah, just no, cufflinks, just like like a Chip and Nails dance. Yeah, exactly. Just a cuff with the link. Yeah, no, 
I do that with my collars, too. Mm, yeah. <laughs> On t-shirts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Starkiller base has already been tested, and it's already blown up the Republic. Now, They're if, gone. If it seems like we skimmed over that because we forgot it happened, don't worry. The movie wants you to also forget that it happened yeah. because it spends zero time explaining the implications or even setting it up. Really? And a lot of people say, well, it's like Alderaan. It got blown up and you're supposed to feel sad about it. You don't get to see Alderaan. But the difference is Leia has a direct connection to Alderaan, so we feel her pain for the loss of her planet. The, the Republic planets, the capital planets, the name of which I still don't know, yeah. and I like Star Wars a lot, and I should have this knowledge, mm. never brought up in the movie, never set up, and it the movie, like swells with this music as if we're losing our best friend but it's like no these are strangers on a planet you've never explained with implications that are still very unclear yeah. right yeah so we're kind of like at the end of the thing han solo chewbacca and finn go to star killer base they're gonna break in and they're gonna set uh the get the shield generator taken down so that Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron can lead the Resistance fighters in and blow up the one piece of Starkiller base that will blow up Starkiller base. Meanwhile, Rey, after having uh, been in, uh, uh, interrogated by Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren failing... Kylo Ren goes to Snoke and Snoke says, like, Hey, uh, she's real strong with the Force. Bring her to me and I'll train the both of yous up real good. Meanwhile, Rey uh, convinces a stormtrooper... Capably played by uh, James Bond, uh, uh, Daniel Craig. I wouldn't say greatly played. I'll say capably. I would say very few of Daniel Craig's roles have been greatly played. He was terrific in Layer Cake. I'd say I can't believe someone paid him how much ever they had to pay him to do what any SAG actor I could do. I bet he did this as a favor because, holy shit, you get to be in Star Wars. Did yeah. you, though? Yeah, I bet he worked for very little Because money. if you guys didn't tell me that was Daniel Craig, I wouldn't have known. And it doesn't matter. It's not for you. It's for Daniel Craig. It's right. for him to say, I was in Star Wars. <laughs> I'm a big fan. That's why all the celebrities make little dumb cameos in these movies with masks covering their faces. <laughs> right. <laughs> Making enough. it completely pointless. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, uh, Ray, uh, sorry, Finn and Han come across Captain Phasma. They uh, get her to turn the shields off, and then they go presumably throw her in a garbage pit. With no resistance from Captain Phasma whatsoever, to the point where I, the first time I saw this movie, thought maybe she was just going to join up the resistance, and it turns out she was a spy the whole time. But no, she's just grossly incapable yeah. of being a security expert on this base. Yeah, right. She's, she's like, oh, what's that? Leave me alone in front of a terminal that's connected directly to our security system. I guess I'll listen to you and turn off the shields and not alert any guards and do whatever you say. She's just hit the Peter Principle portion of management sure. <laughs> in the Empire. She's hit that and she's been promoted to her level of incompetence. <laughs> so, uh, now Finn and Ray and Han Solo, they all get back together uh, and they're going to go blow up the uh, big giant oscillator thing from the inside to help yeah, the rebels. The, the weapons can't seem to penetrate the armor plating of the thermal oscillator yeah. from the sky, so they're going to blow up a chunk of right. it from inside. Like a piece of crusty bread dropped into soup, the soup cannot penetrate until the crusty bread is broken. Yeah, you got to break it. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, As all of us who have eaten know. Yeah. 
I'm sorry you don't like crusty bread, John. Yeah. No, I just, John I like... fucking only puts crackers in his soup. Oh, oh crackers. You crumble them up. They're real good and tasty. Ooh. Ooh. I do crackers too. I'm I will not be shamed by this. I mean, goldfish are actually great in soup. Therefore... I love goldfish because yeah. they're so delicious. It's a soup cracker. I gotta go fishing. I mean, who wouldn't? I got a Gone Fishing written by Jar Jar Abrams. Back to the movie! Yeah. So, Han Solo has a final uh, sort of um, face-to-face confrontation with his son, Kylo Ren. Ben Solo is yes. his given name yeah. as it is revealed. Named after uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. That guy he knew for a day. <laughs> that, he pro- that he pointedly... He pointedly disbelieved everything he said on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Called him a crazy old bag of bones. But, but, like we mentioned before, anytime an old man dies, <laughs> yeah. it does, a fount of inspiration wells up. Massive repercussions. Yeah. So, uh, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, uh, basically says to Han Solo, like, look, I, I don't know what's wrong. Like I, I don't know if I, I can fight this. I need you to help me. Can yeah, it's, you help me? It's really me? interesting. Kylo Ren is kind of like a, a reverse of Luke Skywalker, where he is very seeped in the dark side, but he is being seduced by the light side. He feels the conflict and the draw to go to the light side, and that is kind of where his conflict is coming from, which is a really interesting, cool reversal, and Ooh. I like a whole bunch. Yeah, and then he stabs Han Solo through the chest. And throws him off a bridge. He is super dead. Yeah, it's a great railing death. It really is. It's and fantastic. I feel like Han Solo must have had a rider in his contract that states, I want to be so dead that no one's going to ask me if Rito <laughs> shot first yep. ever again. They did it. He's dead. He's double dead. dead. He and fell like, down one of those huge anybody, pits. Patrick, were you surprised by this at all? No. Yeah. Like, who was anyone kidding? The, the big question that I have about that is why the sun went out before he turned back to the dark side. It was almost like he was they were a werewolf Because they were sucking up all the energy. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, but I know why that they're sucking out the thing. I just, uh, I, I felt it was really funny that he's, like, playing that he's going to be, he's going to come back to the light side. And then the sun goes out and then he decides he's going to kill him. Symbolism. Yeah. It's called uh, poetry. Maybe you want to fucking look it up, you goddamn oh, chocolate ice. Yeah, maybe pick up some fucking Shelly, bro. Dude, maybe some Keats. I'm saying he's a were-Sith. I'm saying in the daytime he's Whoa. like a Jedi, and in the nighttime he's a Sith. Wow. That's right. what I that's what I got from that scene. Were-Sith. Wow. <laughs> he's not even a Sith. He's a Knight of Ren. Also, later I assume he gets a better haircut, because whoa, buddy. <laughs> oh, come on. Those glorious flowing locks that are quite luxurious. That hair is somewhere... It's great. I mean, he definitely looks like he walked right off the set of Dallas. It ranks up there with Anakin's hair and uh, also like Javier Bardem from No Country. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, got like, it's a little bit of that Prince Valiant. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's I do really remember great. the yeah. first the first uh, publicity shot that I... One of the first publicity shots that I saw from this movie that got released online was uh, Kylo Ren on Starkiller Base without his helmet. Mm-hmm. And I just remember... Getting really mad of like that's our villain. He looks like he's just gonna fucking ask the movie out on a sweet yeah. date. Yeah, it looks he... like he's got a fucking Smith single in his mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. fucking Walkman that he's gonna charm Joseph Gordon-Levitt with. Yeah, he's got a uh, fishnet uh, gloves and a Depeche Mode CD. But I gotta say, it works. Yeah, he's great. I like, I like it. it. I like it a lot. They turned me around on it. Yeah. So. uh Chewbacca gets very upset, obviously, that Han Solo was dead, and he shoots Kylo Ren in the gut with a bowcaster. They blow up the oscillator. Uh, Kylo Ren comes after Finn and Rey. 
throws Ray out of the way with a little bit of force thing, and then him and Finn have a lightsaber fight. Finn kind of holds his own for a little bit, but really it's probably mostly just because Kylo Ren is A, injured, and B, fucking with him. Because uh, he eventually, like, gets Ray, he gets Finn, like, knocked against a tree, like, puts the cross guard part of his lightsaber right in his shoulder and then just punches him in the face and slashes his back up real good it is really brutal yeah meanwhile this entire time the resistance fighters are uh trying to attack the trench uh oscillator oh shit there's a trench run you guys star wars is back (laughs) (laughs) and uh cut back to this fight Uh, eventually ray takes up the lightsaber um and she's getting like hammered by Kylo Ren. She's she's putting up a little bit more of a better defense than Finn was, but not by a lot. She's and no, clearly and she's on not, her yeah. back foot. And she's not attacking. Foot. Like Finn was all attack. She is all she's all defense, and she's not holding in there until he's like he's got her cornered off a cliff, and he's like, "You need a teacher. Come with me, and I will show you the ways of the Force." And she's like, "Oh shit, duh, the Force." And which she, she says out herself. loud. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, she sort of relaxes and lets the force in, and she's able to now go on the offensive. Right, Kylo. and and uh, now the fight becomes a little closer, and eventually she takes uh, the advantage, and she hits Kylo Ren a few times, once in the leg and the shoulder, and then finally when she's had enough, just cuts his face open. Right yeah. in his goddamn face. Oh, it's so good. good. And just before he can, just as he gets up, and they're about to like, continue and end this fight the ground splits because the planet is exploding because fucking they uh, shot the spot in the trend oscar isaac's poe dameron flew inside the thing that you have to blew up blew it up from the inside like they did on death star 2 then flew out and the planet exploding yeah uh so she gets picked up by chewbacca in the millennium Millennium falcon Falcon, and they go back guys star wars is back yeah Yeah, they go back to they go back to resistance base uh, Leia refuses to hug Chewbacca. Yeah. They make eye contact. Yeah. She purposefully snubs him. Yeah, they're mad at each other. <laughs> and then uh, gives Ray a hug. And basically, then they just set up like, all right, so here's what's going to happen Finn, he's fucked up and not, not doing so well. Ray. He's in like intensive care. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they put him in a back to tank? Uh, no back to. Gross. <laughs> so, yeah. no back to no Bob. <laughs> So Ray now uh, teams up with R two D two, who we find out uh, who has been in low power mode for the last thirty years. But as soon as Han Solo dies, wakes up and says, "Is that fucking asshole Han Solo gone?" <laughs> All right, fine. I could, whoop, not, whoop, 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 whoop. could not stand that dickwad. <laughs> First thing C three PO does when R two is awake is slap, slap him in the, in the face. face. Yeah. Again, all droid torture is hilarious. It really is. Uh, R2-D2 does have the remainder of BB-8's map. They combine them. Now they know where Luke Skywalker is, and they send Rey, Chewbacca, and R2 in the Millennium Falcon. They go flying off as the entire cast is in a straight line with C-3PO waving goodbye. Yeah. What a perfect ending. Iris close, credits. No. Then they go into light space, and oh, then they cool. come so out. So they come out, and it's Iris close, credits. No. And then they land on the planet. All and right, then- that's a little much, but she's on the planet. I guess you got to show her there. No. And Iris close credits. No. no, then she walks up lots of stairs, just lots like in Rambo stairs. Three. Oh my yeah. god, that's a lot a of, stairs. of stairs. But so like many the, stairs. the credits are coming, right? 
No. So now she gets to the top of the stairs, and there's an old man in a in a in a hood. Oh, what a perfect place to like leave it on a great mystery no. note. And Iris close no. credit. Nope. No. The old man turns around and lifts up his hood, and it's okay. Luke Skywalker. Okay, you gotta give Mark Hamill his paycheck. I love seeing him in film, and it's just a close up of his face. Iris close credit. No. No. And then no. she <laughs> leans forward and hands him his lightsaber, and he looks at it with a mix of regret. Anger and uh, I don't know orgasm a little bit. Yeah, something. Yeah, it's hard to tell though because we're helicoptering around him in a circle. Right, and he stares at her for a good like solid thirty unbroken seconds. Easy doing some really good subtle face acting. He does. It's sure, good. but since these the two characters, for all we know, are strangers at each other, it means absolutely nothing to us. Yeah, this whole sequence enrages me. It is so unnecessary. <laughs> and it really it kills that great like force of narrative like energy that this movie has at the <laughs> ending just comes to another grinding halt to deliver what is essentially a Marvel style post credit sequence just at the end of your movie yeah. with no context. None. And it's made double plus aggravating that it's been announced that episode 8, The Last Jedi, is going to pick up literally right where this movie left yeah. off with that scene. So it makes it even more unnecessary because this scene could have just opened the next movie. But the good news is you don't have to think about it too long because then the iris does shut close and it's credits! God damn Hooray! it! Finally fucking yeah. credits! And that yeah. is the end of Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. And that means it is time for Bullet Points! Bullet Points! Our first bullet point is Body Count! Body Counts. John, what's the body count of this movie? Well, they blew up the entire planetary system. Not yeah. just single planet, like but like five, five planets. Five planets. Uh, so that's got to be uh, 5.3 billion people dead. Oh, you're forgetting Starkiller Base, too. Yeah, that's also a planet. Sure, but they were evacuating that people as it was oh, okay. exploding. So All right. not everybody yeah. dies on Starkiller okay. Base. Yeah. Patrick, body count. Uh, I feel like planets should have trillions of people. <laughs> So I'm gonna go with you one. Don't get to fucking decide. I'm gonna on go planets. with one trillion people because it's like five planets. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> yep, your math checks out. It yeah. holds up to scrutiny. The uh, yeah. the confirmed body count. I'm about is to get real angry, aren't I? Seven hundred ninety-one. Not true. That's However, that's a lot, lot higher than usual. Yeah, though. Yeah, that's a lot higher that's, than usual. That's the number of people you see die. <laughs> that's a lot. That's, yeah. a, that's more than like any like Schwarzenegger movie, yeah. Except maybe Commando, where he like <laughs> the I don't know he kills the same goons like fifty times. It's great. Yeah, they keep respawning. Yeah, though. it's great without wearing underpants. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, uh, I gotta agree with you guys. It is definitely in the billions to trillions. He blows up five planets, Star Killer Base. Not to mention just people getting shot here and there, lightsabered up. Um, it's yeah, it's a lot, lot of, of collateral death. damage. There's a lot of death going on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that brings us to our next bullet point, and that is Best Kill! Best Kill! Patrick, Best Kill. You know, it's a little hokey, and a lot of the things that he ends up doing are hokey because they're like constantly calling back to Han Solo as opposed to letting him live in the movie. But uh, when he does grab one of the random uh, gang member goons that's chasing him during the testicle monster fight and just kind of chucks him back over his shoulder into a testicle monster, <laughs> that pleases me a great deal. And the sure, testicle sure. monster just eats him up. 
Yeah, that's pretty good. It's yeah. a, the bone crunching sound it makes is fantastic. And it's very, like, it's so nonchalant. He, it, it, Harrison Ford does a nice job of caring and not caring. Yeah. Either sure. extremely or not at all <laughs> in this movie. He's either totally in it or, you know, whatever. That's true. That's a good point. John, best kill. I am going to say that this probably has to happen in the Maz Kanata assault, where uh, Finn's first, like, real confirmed face-to-face kill is where he just runs up to a stormtrooper and lances him with his lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty great. It's pretty good. Uh, the lights that you can't see the stormtrooper's face, but I'm sure it's, what's that blue thing coming at me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet it's like that famous uh, fucking, you can find a bunch of clips on it on YouTube where it's that Hong Kong movie where that guy gets shot and then gives the shrug like, why? <laughs> and then dies. <laughs> why? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> this is absurd. <laughs> this is unacceptable. Nothing like getting impaled to make you ask those existential questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be human? <laughs> All right, Mark, best kill. My best kill is going to go during the uh, spaceship chase on Jakku. Uh, one of the ships, uh, one of the TIE fighters chasing the Millennium Falcon gets clipped by a laser by Finn. And it like spirals out of control and then slams into just stone, just the side <laughs> of a fucking mountain, and blows up. But because of today's awesome CGI, you can watch the hull of the ship, the ball where you sit, crumple against <laughs> it and crush this person it into is, nothing. Yeah. It is glorious. Uh, yeah, it is basically a speeder bike chase with a TIE fighter. Right, it's super, it's moving at such high speeds, like there's no way that guy didn't just explode on impact. <laughs> like his insides is on the outsides now. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Moving on, our next Bullet point is best weapon. Best weapon. Mark, best <laughs> weapon. I'm going Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah! Everyone thought they were gonna have a chance to pick it. I wasn't gonna didn't. pick it. I didn't want to pick it. I think it's dumb. I think it's rad as fuck. It is no, rad. It's as red. Fun. It's red. You moron. Not rad. Red. <laughs> uh, it's both. It's read. Oh shit. Patrick, do you ever get tired of being wrong? <laughs> I hate you guys. Oh, uh, no, man, it's awesome because, like, as John mentioned before, it's broken kyber crystal. Gives it that <laughs> glitchy, like, almost flame look to yeah. it. Uh, the hilt is, like, it doesn't look, it's not finished, right? It's rough hewn and uh, just, I don't know, it's just it's really just, cool. Looking. It feels very. There's a lot of character in it. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's been and, cobbled together. And, yeah. And, and, and it's just, yeah. the sound uh, design for it is fantastic. It's very crackly. I really like it. It's yeah. great. It is dope as John, fuck. best weapon. God damn you, you stupid son of a bitch. Uh, I'm going to say I really like the uh, sticky bombs that they use to blast open the sure. uh, thermal oscillator. Yeah. Because not only do they have a very cool design, they're very sleek and silver, and they've got this uh, idiot-proof digital readout of the time. It's like, it's like one of yeah. those uh, progress bars that kind of fills in yeah. as it's getting closer to exploding. Yeah, yeah. But never... also, not only does it make a satisfying think noise when it's stuck to something, but once it gets thinked, it just goes... Yeah, it's pretty great. Like, everything about it is just so right. Yeah, you're never going to be Sean Bean and Goldeneye with those. <laughs> I never have to be. I 
never understood his motivation of like, James, blow up the chemical plant. I can't fucking believe you blew up that chemical <laughs> plant. You're my enemy forever now. Sean Bean don't need no reasons. <laughs> I do like that that is the only movie to have the courage to kill Sean Bean twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Patrick, best weapon. Uh, I am going to go with that shitty motorized nightstick that that guy that fights Ben <laughs> I thought what for am I... goddamn sure you were going to say Night Court. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bing. I love when people kill people using a Harry Anderson. <laughs> it pleases me they so much. They just throw a Harry Anderson. <laughs> just chuck him. You put him on a Harry Anderson bow and shoot him at these. Somebody, he's, somebody like, uh, he's like the bullet. Yeah, exactly. Somebody needs to make like a, like a Doom mod where you just shoot Harry the Andersons at people. people. There's not a Doom mod, but in Enter... And Richard Moles. Yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest things in modern gaming is in Enter the Gungeon, they just made a gun that looks like, uh, like it looks like a bullet, but you shoot it, and it shoots guns that shoot more bullets. <laughs> yes! It is great. amazing. It is I the greatest it, thing yeah. ever made. Can I change my pick to that? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great weapon. All right. Uh, go play Enter the Gungeon. It's like five bucks on Steam all the time. It's great. It's a delightful time. Yeah, I don't play computer games. Moving on. <laughs> it's okay. You're just a bad person. It's true. Uh, but not for that reason. Uh, moving on, our final bullet point is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? Patrick, is this an action movie? Yes. Yes, it is. It'd be even better if you cut out the couple of minutes that aren't an action movie that are all sepia-tone, nostalgia-baiting. Sure, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, it's an action movie, and it's pretty great. Yeah. John, action movie? I would say that this is probably the most action, like, pure action that Star Wars has been. Uh, there's a Ooh. lot less filler in it. I think the action set pieces are more grandiose than anything in the original trilogy. Sure. Uh, it sure. doesn't quite move at the same clip as Return of the Jedi, uh, but none of the other movies do either. Yeah, right, like that movie does. fucking yeah. speeds through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely an action movie. And I, I, the thing that I find most irritating about it is the fact that because all of the characters are reset to their New Hope origin status quo, it kind of kills all the character growth that they mm -hmm. went through in the original trilogy. And it also makes the 30-year gap more interesting than the events of this movie. Like, I right. want to see... You wonder what happened when their marriage dissolves. Right. What like, been doing. That yeah. is yeah. all a natural continuation of the characters rather than just hitting a big old reset button to get them sweet, yeah. sweet nostalgia bucks. Yeah. Mark, is this an action movie? Oh, yeah, of course it is. I mean, you got lightsaber fights, gunfights, ship fights, punching, kicking... Beholders exploding TIE fighters from under the sand. Testicle monsters. Testicle monsters. It's got everything a growing boy needs. Um, <laughs> Testicles with tentacles. <laughs> Testicular dentata. It's some good shit, guys. Yeah, it's definitely an action movie. Um, so, final review. Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. John. I give it uh, three out of three lightsaber prongs from Kylo Ren. Patrick. I give it seven new movies out of ten old movies. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, I give it a one... Uh, no, sorry. I give it... 320 teeth of a Rathtar. <laughs> all, that's all of them. That's how many teeth oh, they have. Oh, is that how many teeth yeah, they have? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Oh, they Rathtars have, were yeah. also those tentacle testicle monsters. They're the testicle monsters. Never bothered giving the real name for. Rathtar. 
But yeah, I, I, I come across very negative in this podcast, I think, but I do genuinely really enjoy this movie. It is Me certainly too. the funniest of all the Star Wars sure. movies. I and think. on purpose. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think it's. Yeah. And with yeah, no glaring fantastic. holes in the cast either. Sure. Yeah. Everyone's Anakin. really good. I know. <laughs> Carrie Fisher is delightful in this, as always. Uh, yeah. It's going to be. It, I, I am incredibly excited for episode eight, The Last Jedi, to really put it over the top. Yeah. Because I feel like now that we got all that nostalgia bait out of the way and all the internet can say, guys, Star Wars is back! Now it can get, like, fucking weird. And I don't that's think what I've, I like most about it. I don't think I've heard anybody say Star Wars is back. Oh, buddy. Except you. I said it a bunch of times yeah. on this podcast. And he's got, Did like, you? 90 different Reddit screen <laughs> names, so he's, like, blowing it up all the time. Uh, oh, Star Wars underscore is back yeah. at Reddit 64. I guess that... Is That's that how Reddit, 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 Reddit works? No, it is not. not how... Have you never even... Good Lord. I've been tweeting at Reddit this it's whole time. The front page of the internet, John. <laughs> And with that being said, I'm Mark Rosendahl. I am Patrick Bromley. I am John Kylo Rooney. And we will see you next time on Body Counts and Beer. A good day. Or night. Mark is getting really annoyed. He's got his finger on the button. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Tito Bromley. John Colonel Kaplan Rooney and Mark Jakku Villager Rosendahl. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com, and most importantly, please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. I keep forgetting I'm not in love anymore. <laughs> oh, shit, you gotta stay well past the credits to get to this be bonus the same song. Again. With all Keep the bloops forgetting and goops. Why they made it so clear. All songs are property of Body Council Years. Copyrights reserved. Every time you're